Let's go. Let's see what Mercedes got for us, Trini. I have oh, the talking point. De <laughs> debunk this soft life. Oh my god! What if I just don't talk the whole time? This is so rude. It really. You don't want to talk because Mercedes is gonna be talking about foolishness. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are so disrespectful to my soft lifestyle. That's you don't have people. a soft lifestyle. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you're Mercedes, I'm Talana, and I have a special guest. Are you ready? Our Gen Z is here with us now. Introduce yourself, woman. Okay. You're literally introducing me. Why would I introduce myself? Because it says Trinity. You, you have say, to say I'm hello. I'm, all I'm saying is hello. Hello. And she, this is the time <laughs> where she chimes in. Our, our Gen Z is here with us today. Hello. Oh my God, do you need a drum roll? You haven't said my name yet. I was gonna let you say your name. You're grown, girl. No, I'm being introduced. Welcome, Trinity. Welcome, Thank Trinity. You. We are to so the... honored to have you here with us on the Chasing One Hundred podcast. <laughs> I would normally say it's your favorite mother-daughter duo, but it's now your favorite mother-daughter trio. Ooh. <laughs> okay. So uh welcome back to the Chasing 100 Club podcast. We have a special guest, Trinity, and today we are talking about chasing the soft life. Um, because this is one of my 100 biggest goals. Are you okay? I'm sorry, excuse that. Oh no, I thought you were actually coughing. <laughs> oh my god. Because I thought your seasonal bronchitis was back. No, but no. Sal, turns out you was just being shady. Who me? Of course not. Shady? No. Go ahead. Start start us off strong because you've been talking trash this whole time. Go I don't. Ahead. You know what? I would love to start us off strong, but I don't even know what soft life is. Right? It sounds like kind of cheesy to me. Something that this generation made up. Yeah. <sighs> Just because they don't they don't want to do do to do. You know what I'm saying? So you're gonna have to tell me what the soft life is. What is do the do? You know, they just they just don't want to. Oh, please please say people don't want to work anymore. Please say it. Please well, say I it. I don't think that it's I, I don't think that it's that they don't want to work. I think they're trying to define what work is, but I just think it's like it may be just going a little bit too far. And it may not be all of y'all. I, I say it may not be all of y'all, but some people just that's true. Some people don't right. want to work. Oh my god. Okay. Well, All right. Like people just don't right. want to work anymore. <laughs> well, Trinity said that. You've been listening to your conservative politics a little bit too much. Oh. Who? Me or Trinity? You know what? You know what? She is in Tallahassee. That is. That is. Uh -huh. That's all she could listen to on the news. He could he could be rubbing off on her, but I, I doubt that. I don't think that's what's happening. Yeah. All right, so then maybe I will. I found this nice 
lovely dictionary.com definition of what the soft life is. And specifically, apparently dictionary.com has a slang dictionary now. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to have to check that out so I can keep up with y'all. I can keep up with me, huh? Okay, so I'm going to read this point blank. According to dictionary.com, soft life refers to a lifestyle of comfort and relaxation with minimal challenges or stress. Some people use the term in reference to a life that involves and is a product of wealth and luxury, while others interpret it as simply being a simplified life unburdened from stress and responsibilities. Can't wait for you to chime in on that. (laughs) The term is often used in reference to moments that achieve this ideal, even if one's entire life does not, or in an aspirational (laughs) statement about the kind of life that a person wants to live. Let's try that again. The term is often used in reference to moments that achieve this ideal, even if one's entire life does not, or in an aspirational statement about the kind of life a person wants to live. This term has a long history of use as a general phrase, but it gained mainstream attention in 2022 in relation to a social media trend, especially popular among Black TikTok users, and is often used with the hashtag, hashtag soft life. And that's how you realize that I was chasing the soft life because you talk trash about my hashtags. You know, now I feel like this darn soft life is why I'm not having any grandchildren. Oh, yeah, 100%. I can't stand y'all. Yeah, because that's too much work. (laughs) (laughs) You can't live a soft life with children running around. Yeah. You know what? You know what? Listen, that was your choice. I didn't even remember his name on TikTok, but you know what? (laughs) That was your choice, (sighs) ma'am. Okay. Okay. That was my choice. That is true. That was my choice to bring life, give life. And I choose to to do life differently with a dog and a fiance. Well, two dogs and a fiance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. So it, this this soft life sounds like it's about chasing, you know, leaving responsibility behind. I'm just joking. You guys have some responsibility. But I can see now when you were reading the definition, I could definitely the first thing that popped into my head is, well, dang, this is why I'm not having any grandchildren because it's too much responsibility. Yes, it is. That makes me question. Either I was such a great parent that y'all can't live up to that, or I was just such a terrible parent that (laughs) you all don't want to try to. It's not even about the want to try to. I mean, it's like, is that compatible with the life that you want to (laughs) live? Like, are children compatible with the life? I mean, there's plenty of people out there having children that that's compatible with the life that they want to live. Yellow selfish. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, so here's my thing on soft life, right? Yes, I did find it as part of like discovering black girl luxury TikTok, which obviously inspires me. I I want to be inspired and stay on black girl luxury TikTok. But I think one of the things for me that when I was first watching this is that often it kind of feels like chasing the soft life is something that's not really accessible. Like, because it's like, okay, well, I can't have a soft life. 
um, unless I'm, you know, rich or, you know, I'm making six figures or, you know, I have a business. Um, and I'm certainly not there yet in many of those ways, but I still do choose to think that um, I'm pursuing the soft life, right? Um, I think there's more ways that I can have a soft life in more areas of my life, but I choose to see it as a mindset or a mentality and something that allows me to live a certain lifestyle and therefore a better quality of life. So that's really what I want to share today. Like I want to share more about the mindset of soft life. And then also at the end of this episode, share some strategies and things that I've implemented into my life um, that can that has helped me feel like I'm living a softer life. I can't say that I'm living the full soft life, but live a softer life. Um, and to share that with our chasers today. Well, let's have it, Softy. All right. Well, we haven't heard from Trinity. Um, what do you think about the soft life? Because we've obviously know what mommy thinks about the soft life. I, I, I get it. I get it. Thinking critically, I get it. Right? It's a life where, where you do. Is this working? Yeah, we can hear you. anyways i get it it's a life like to me the soft life is where i only do the things that i choose to do so my ideal soft life is if i want to go have a job i have a job for fun if i want to go on a run it's for fun if i want to cook instead of eating out i mean if i want to eat yeah cook instead of eating out for fun like I'm making those choices myself they're not a necessity because I can always go eat out if I want to that makes okay. sense so no so if, you're if I'm hearing you right you're saying that your your idea of, of a soft life is um thriving in the areas that you want to so if you're home and you're having to cook because let's say, for instance, you cannot afford to eat out or something like that. That's like survival. Yes. And you want to be not a soft life. Okay. Okay. I get that. I do too. Because I think it's like whether you think about luxury or a soft life or just like lifestyle, right? Like a lot of that does have to do with you feeling like you have the freedom to do what you want to do, how you want to do it, when you want to do it. And I think that's definitely a part of like living the soft life um, because there's like an ease to that. Like, I think that's a big part. Mm-hmm. And I also think that so much of the concept of luxury and leisure has to do with time. Like how do you choose to spend your time and to what extent are you in control of how you use your time. That's been my biggest takeaway from kind of the soft life mentality. Oh yeah, I mean, a lot of people have luxury. A lot of people have everything that they want and they're still absolutely miserable. You know, I, as always, I think that this goes back to you guys' generation looking at my generation or the generation before that and the boomers, my mom's generation, and just, and even, you know, my grandmother's generation, and just looking at it and thinking that we didn't necessarily have choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because of, you know, society. 
mask and how how we were already shaped to have these certain rules, you know, that women do these things, men do these things. And I mean, you guys tell me having looked, having looked at the things that I've done in my life comes from saying, okay, well, I don't want to make those same choices that my mom did to do certain things that I don't want to just because, you know, she's a woman or that's what they said, you know, being a wife is supposed to do and be and all that good stuff. Um, I pause because I'm like, well, I'm just going to talk about the particular period in, in life that I think about when you said that, maybe not, maybe, maybe not what you were saying. Um, but I ain't going to put your business in the street. But if you want to put your own business in the street, you can. But anyway, I think about those times in life when you were working like all of those overtime hours at PRI. And I just feel like that was a very interesting period in life where I could certainly say that that could change the dynamic of like what I see as balance and the freedom of time versus money and also how that could often be a challenge with considering like the ability to even have a soft life right like if you are trying to pay the bills feed mouth you know that kind of Mm -hmm. thing so certainly right like I can see things where time and money has been like, well, limited in life, right? Like about that particular period of time, but then also like in life right now, like I think about like what I consider my standard of living that I'm very happy with right now. And what if I were to consider, yeah, like, you know, having a kid, that would be like, no, see, like I've, I'm already just kind of hitting a stage where I'm like, this is the level of comfort that I'm enjoying. I want to go up. <laughs> like, I don't want to incur additional expenses. So I do think that some of that, like being many ways in that struggle has made me, yeah, has changed the decisions that I've made or what I choose to pursue. I think so. I hope that makes sense. No, it does make sense. And it actually brings me to one of, which I guess one of the issues and Issues is probably not the great, the best word to do, but to say, but one of the issues with this whole light, this whole soft life thing, which to me, I get the part about, you know, you wanting to create this life that you love and you enjoy and always Mm -hmm. doing things that you enjoy. I absolutely get that. And in the back of my mind, I think, well, who the heck doesn't want that? But the thing is, you know, (sighs) All of the challenges that I've had is those things shaped who I am, Mm -hmm. you know, that whole journey. And so I feel like some of this soft life is with all of this mess of saying everybody gets a ribbon. Nobody gets a first place ribbon. Nobody gets a second place ribbon. Nobody gets a third place. Everybody gets a participation ribbon. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like it gets bumped. Uh, jumbled all in all that all together. So when I hear you talking about some of this 
soft life. And I'm like, who wants to go through life with no challenges? That's without challenges. It's just so boring. <laughs> it's part of how you grow. It's part of, you know, how you become. And I just, I think that's the part of this whole soft life that like, I feel like people are looking for this perfect life and creating this perfect life when that does not exist. So I will say that I think that, well, one, this is all a mindset thing. So I think that thinking like that is actually like a mindset of lack, like it's a limiting belief. And the reason that I think that is, is because everything that we see or see as a challenge in life, it it's only a challenge because you defined it as such. Exactly. I mean, I, I mean, you you know that I agree with that wholeheartedly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like everything to me is an opportunity for me to either learn, for me to uh, see myself in a different perspective, for me to uh, figure out. So I guess you could say what I'm made of. So I absolutely see that that's possible. You know, so when I say challenge, I just, I don't, I'm not saying it to say that. Um, so are you saying everything that, you don't that think is supposed challenge? to be hard? I'm, say that again. No, I was saying, are you saying that you don't associate a challenge with a negative thing? And so, no, I don't. Really neg- okay. Yeah, no, exactly. So gotcha. when I think of challenge, I don't, I don't think of it as a negative. But yeah. it's like you said, I feel like when people talk about this soft life and they they think about challenges from a negative perspective and say, I don't I don't want any challenges. I don't want any problems in my life. I don't mm-hmm. want, you know. And I think that I think that by trying to live like that, you miss out on so much of who you're really supposed to be and the things that you're supposed to do and how you interact with other people. Okay, yeah, I get that. So I think that like to any kind of like philosophy or mantra, like way of being, right? Like there is kind of like a surface version of that And there's like a doing the work version of that. You know what I'm saying? So I think like in terms of like soft life, there could be a surface version of that is I have a challenge, right? Which you may or may not see as like a negative thing. Um, I think calling a challenge as a negative thing, but I'm not trying to get like, we get stuck in semantics a lot, so I'm not going to. But what I'm saying is that you could have like a challenge that comes up and you don't want to address it. You want to believe that it's not a challenge. You don't want to address it. So you're like, I'm living the soft life. So I don't have challenges in my life. So you don't actually do the work. You don't consider those things. I think the difference here, and at least that's what I'm like cultivating in myself about the soft life is that these things, whether you call them challenges may come up 
and they may be what we stereotypically think of a challenges or not stereotypically, but typically whatever. But it's kind of like this ability to still be seeking pleasure in the process or to still be seeking that kind of internal peace or softness, like being able to still remain in your, in your character and moving with it, like as you would in a journey, because so much of seeing that as a negative thing, whether it's a challenge or not, is being able to still be at peace no matter where you are. And I think you can have a soft, you can do the same thing and go at it with a soft life mentality or a hustle mentality or a different mentality or victim or whatever you want. There's so many different ways to look at that, but it's really, that's why I think it's more, the better way to think of it is like a mindset rather than it is of kind of what you were saying of like, I, you know, there are no challenges in life. There's nothing that bad that happens. There obviously is, but it's how you address it and how you, that your lifestyle allows you to. I get it. Y'all just be killing me. Just say you want to have a peaceful life. <laughs> well, no, because I mean, yes, but no. Okay. Because oh, it's because that part leaves out the luxury. Yes. But yeah, I feel like yeah, is anything you, you have to define it for yourself, mm-hmm. just like people have to define what success means to them. And yeah. I mean, this is one of the I just I just crack up at all these different labels that you well that this TikTok generation Twitter yeah. generation's using. I mean, I do think that is the piece. Like, I think that is why soft life is associated with the luxury and also um, associated with quiet luxury. It's also kind of associated, I didn't realize this till recently, with quiet quitting. Which I can absolutely see that, but how did that work out? Oh, I'm sorry, was I supposed to say that? (laughs) Well, I mean, I think it kind of has to do with like some of the strategies that I'm going to talk about because um, per my Wall Street Journal quote, okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> people think that quiet quitting is about like just not doing your job where it really is more around setting workplace boundaries about acceptable work conditions or um, workload and balance. So what you're trying to say is that it's not about being lazy. No. And I'm not. No, soft life is not about being lazy. No, not the soft life. Um, And quiet quitting. Yeah. Yeah, quiet quitting. No, I was just throwing that in there because I know that in the beginning when the whole quiet quitting thing came out, it was people's, you know, a lot of people were saying it was about people not wanting to work. Yeah. Um, You know, so I just wanted to throw that out there because... I support and I y'all. Think you know why we have this like whole millennial thing of like I think millennials have just had enough and we're like no we're setting these boundaries. We have the soft life, we have quiet quitting, we have work life balance, you know? We're just turning it around. I think that's great. So now you guys just need to get it down to 4 days and then can we also get that thing uh do they do that in where they have the uh which country does the shutdown for like Siestas? Yes. Yes. It's, it's Y'all it's, need to work really on those. Has that, okay. We'll work on those next. 
Well, I mean, it's like the same thing as like lunch. It's just longer. Yeah, but we want it to be something that's, you know, statewide, countrywide. Because I mean, like. We want it to be law. They're making all these other stupid laws. The least they can do is throw in this one. Sorry. Wasn't supposed to say I'm that. not even sure Go that ahead. the millennials would even be like, cool. I feel like we would be like, we want to work whenever we want. <laughs> Unless there's a business need to not do that. Like, I think that's a different mentality. See, like, you're like, no, I want my employer to give me two hours in the middle of the day to work or not to, to work or not work. Sorry. But millennials are like, I don't know, like, I give me a project and tell me how you want it done and when you want it done. And I'll make sure it's done at that time. And how, when and where I work has nothing to do with that. Like, or like you want a project that's completed so you all just want to absolutely totally disrupt the system i think that's what uh what is trinity trinity's gen z i think that's what gen z wants to do i think millennials just want flexibility i think go ahead trinity tell us what gen z wants what do y'all want is she even here i don't know did she check out on us i think so she on TikTok? Trinity. <laughs> I swear if she's gone to sleep. I'm going to scream. You better start screaming because she ain't it. answering you. It's it's that Trinity. self life, girl. Oh it's my that, god. That Gen I Z self life. On us. This is very um wow. Okay. She said that she is seeking peace and pleasure and rest and leisure. And yeah, she, 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 I am taking my rest now. All right. Well, I'm. (laughs) We weren't paying her for being a guest. You already paid her, girl. You already paid her. I sure Um, did. I got to stop paying these kids before they follow through. Okay, Mercedes. So you have been nice enough to, of course, catch me up as always with these, this new terminology. So I'm not looking looking crazy. Mm-hmm. But um, what made what you decide to okay. implement this? Like, it, was there something that happened in your life that said, you know what, my goal is to move towards a soft life? I think it was just really over overwhelming stress and goals in my life. Okay. Like... I know that mommy has heard many a times, you have heard many a times when I was like leaving work and just like rough, <laughs> like crying in the car rough, you know? The struggle is real rough. The struggle yeah. is so real rough. Like go to a psychiatrist and get and become a Lexapro girly rough. Mm, um, okay. <laughs> you're like, is that too much information for the internet? No, the internet can know whatever you want to tell them. <laughs> I'm actually like very, anyway, I'm very apologetic, unapologetic about That's sharing funny. about my mental health. Anywho, so I don't know, like consider like, is this the way that life has to be in order to accomplish your goals? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. do I have to be bent out of shape, stressed out, crying, worked up, can't sleep? Racing thoughts, going to a therapist because I can't manage and having mental breakdowns on an air mattress in 
the living room while Brandon, my fiance, stares at me. <laughs> like, to, in order to live and achieve the like amount of success that I would like to achieve in my life. The answer like had to be no, but it took me having what I would really call like a mental breakdown during which I had in clinical depression and anxiety and was diagnosed with ADHD to have the realization that like this wasn't going to work for me. <laughs> and I had to figure out how can I still achieve the life that I want to live and live the lifestyle that I want, mm -hmm. which and does include luxury, right? Um, and having the type of money and freedom to do so. How can I still achieve those goals without feeling this way? <laughs> like, cause it's like, it's your point, like what you were saying earlier of, well, a lot of people have, you know, luxury, but they're not happy. Anyway, all of that being said is when I had to figure out, you know, how can I continue to pursue the goals that I have and live the life that I want or create the life that I want to? It's Mercedes. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably have some pretty big dreams and aspirations. Are you looking to break into your dream job? What about pivot into a new career that aligns with your purpose? Or maybe you want to advance your career as an amazing black woman. If any of this sounds like you, it's time for us to have a chat. In the show notes, you'll find a link to schedule a quick and free 15-minute career clarity chat with me. During our call, we'll dive deep into your career goals and I'll share some transformational career advice. If coaching with me could benefit you, we'll discuss that too. If you're feeling uncertain about your career, it can be tough, but it's possible to find clarity and direction. So why not take a step to your breakthrough and schedule your free career clarity chat with me today? The link is awaiting for you in the show notes, love. All right, let's get back to the episode. So Trinity is uh, not asleep. She was having technical difficulties and she's back. Say hi, Trinity. Hi, you accused me of being asleep. We did. You said that's part of your talk life. You said that was part of your talk life. I should have told her that. My bad. So we just assumed you went to sleep. We it thought is, you went to sleep. But, but I did not go to sleep. We appreciate your commitment <laughs> to being here today. Thank you. Okay, mommy. So I answer your first question. What's your yes. second question now? Your second question was uh, what different type of strategies. So when you decided, you know, hey, this is something that I want to implement in my life. How did you go from point A to point B of, you know, creating this soft life for yourself? Do you have certain tools that you use, certain habits that you created for yourself? Give us the goods. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of a lot of it came from more mindset work or like how I viewed things. 
So I was telling you earlier, like you can view something as a challenge or you can view it as part of a journey. And so I think one of the things that I was doing in my life, we have, a, you know, our first episode was chasing dopamine. Um, if you haven't watched that, go watch it because it does relate to that of the idea of seeking pleasure. But I also think the other piece of that is like seeking ease. So a lot of times where I felt like I was in the middle of, you know, feeling like I was hustling or pushing myself or that I was no longer enjoying what I was doing, I would actually just stop. And I would ask myself, like, why am I not enjoying this? Why do I feel this way? And is it because I'm not using the route of less stress or more ease? Or is it because of the mindset that I have going at it, right? Like, is there a a certain viewpoint of what I'm trying to do that's actually impacting how I feel about it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> give it to us. I'm trying to think of like a recent example. Well, while you're thinking about that, I would say, you know, I I like that you said that because I think, you know, of course I didn't when I started doing this, I didn't think of it in terms of the soft life, but I thought of it in terms of really creating what I wanted to see in my life. So of course, when you talk about mindset, I feel like, you know, so many people talk about all sorts of things like, you know, the habits you have, the actions you take, all of these things, but like, you just got to get your mind right. Cause that's what the battle is in your mind. And so for me, one of the things that I decided to do, and I actually do this on a daily basis. I do this throughout the day and I'm constantly asking myself, how do I, how do I want to choose to experience whatever I'm doing? Uh So when I wake up, how do I want to choose to experience this day? Mm -hmm. Um, Because it's exactly what you said. Everything that we're doing, everything that we're saying to ourselves, everything that's going on in our mind is a story. Yeah. And we have a choice about, the story that we create in our mind and Mm -hmm. how that plays out in our reality. And so it's, it's very telling if you're, if you have this, if you're saying you want a soft life, like in your head, Mm -hmm. but it's not what you, you see, it's creating that awareness to, like you said, like stop yourself Don't keep going down that little rabbit hole doing the same thing, expecting that you're going to get different results. It's creating that awareness and and really having the courage to stop Mm -hmm. and acknowledge and say, you know what, this isn't this isn't what I want. I want something different. I'm working towards um, Mm -hmm. this soft life. Yeah. I see. I think I'm gonna. You're, are you like moving over to the soft life gang, like a little bit? No, I'm not moving over to that foolish. I'm just joking. Girl. Oh my god! No, um, it's not moving over to the soft life. I feel like 
that's just already who I am, you know. Oh my it's just one of these things girl. where you like constantly putting labels on things. But girl. you know, you should know that I decided long time ago that I was only doing whatever I wanted to do. And I'm absolutely against this this hustle life to begin with. Well, that's you why know. I was feeling like that you should have been like, Yes, I know you don't like the labels, but definitely on the soft life bandwagon because it really is the opposite of hustle culture. And well, yeah. yeah. And and I mean, I wasn't always like this, right? Because I was, you don't know, like you had to work, you know, if you Mm -hmm. wanted anything in life, you had to work hard and you had to, you had to do the thing that everybody was doing. And you had to, if, if you were resting, (laughs) you know, something was wrong with you if you wasn't mm-hmm. utilizing every single hour of every single day to work or yeah. if you were constantly um, doing all the things. And that is just not who I am anymore because mm-hmm. I've learned that it's so important to listen to not what only not only what you need, mentally but physically too listening to our bodies so so many people ignore what their bodies are telling them and so yeah you know this whole soft life thing it's not a bad thing it's who i am but like this whole soft life label it's it's funny um i just feel like as I always do with these type of labels, it's just life, you know, it's just creating a life that you love and that you enjoy and one that you feel absolutely aligned with, you know, for me, Mm -hmm. it's not called the soft life. It would be called living intentionally. Okay. So you, you're joining hashtag soft life and you're no, also the devil last is episode is joined, not joining. Hashtag, is hashtag not, minimalist. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Hashtag minimalist no, ma'am. Is what you, you did. didn't hear that come out my mouth. <laughs> okay. Because there are many elements in that little soft life uh-huh. thing that ain't right. Ain't right. Uh, However, I do believe in living intentionally and in order to live intentionally, you have to, you know, figure out what you want, figure out the things that bring you joy. And we're, we're, we're not talking about where the money resides. Well, some where people, the money where, resides. where the peace resides. Where the money resides. Where where the money resides. resides. We want money and peace. Okay. Yeah. Hey y'all, Mama Talana here. Have you been feeling tired of feeling like you're just stuck in a rut? Are you struggling to achieve your goals? No matter how hard you try, you just can't seem to stick with it. Do you find yourself constantly self-sabotaging and getting in your own way? Look, my mission here at Purpose Minded Woman is to help you take ownership of your life and begin to live with intention. And it starts with breaking free from the negative behavior patterns that are really holding you back, okay? To help you get started, I created a free resource, Six Simple Steps to Stop Sabotaging Your Success. It is a powerful tool to help you identify the obstacles that are really getting in the way of your dreams. It's time to break free from your self-sabotaging habits and behaviors. And with this guide, you'll have the solutions you need and the implementation steps you can take 
to take action and control your thoughts so that you can begin to exist at your highest level. Get it now while it's available at PurposeMindedWoman.com. think of like a good example so i have, oh, that's I, good, have this, I gave you enough time you did give me so much time i'm also gonna ask trinity how she's been pursuing the soft life if her audio works okay. <laughs> i have not oh okay uh <laughs> she has not been pursuing the soft life she okay, she's so- trying to pursue the soft life <laughs> and, get on- and go to sleep Soft life, courtesy of Talana Jeffers. Yes, <laughs> I like that. That is my soft life. I okay. digress. You dig. <laughs> I just want to go to bed. Okay, so I will say that one of the things that was that huge shift and definitely counter like hustle culture for me was I would feel like in my business, like I didn't make enough sales this week or I didn't have have enough leads or even like made the type of milestones that I want. Like whether it was like a piece of content, like maybe I didn't get the amount of views that I want or the number of followers or growth. Like I was not hitting some milestone. And so I would kind of have like all this like built up anxiety about that. And then I'd kind of get stuck in the cycle of like freaking out about, oh, well, I haven't done this and I'm not going to get this to, you know, whatever that milestone was. And I realized that me getting stuck in that like very anxious, like, la- and I do think it's like a lack mentality of, oh, I haven't gotten enough or I haven't done enough. Right. Um, and also like the fear and worry of not accomplishing said things like, oh, my gosh, if I don't have this many new clients, this week, then I'm not going to be able to pay for, I don't know, my Kajabi subscription or whatever. Um, So I think one of the things that I realized is that me stressing out about all of those things I didn't accomplish actually like negatively impacted my ability to do that. So I was so, I was getting so worked up about what I need to do in my business, this and that that it was actually so draining to me that I would just not be able to work on it and do it. And the moment that I stopped saying, I don't care how many followers I have today or how well this video does or how many, you know, what do you, info sessions or clarity calls I have. um, I'm not going to focus on that and allow that to impact my mindset. I'm going to keep doing the work and enjoy the work because I do love coaching and what I do for my business, inspiring women to, you know, pursue their career dreams, their yeah. career soft life. But I have had more success with viewing it that way and not actually caring at all about the other stuff where I'm just like, I, and my, my, men, my mantra right now is just, it will come. Like I'm doing the work, so they will come. Um, yeah. And I think really I agree. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I just said it's been freeing too. Oh, so yeah. So I was going to ask you just to speak on that little a little bit because I feel like sometimes it's difficult to see if you're not getting the traction that you want is because you're actually not doing the work. And so mm. 
how do you draw the, how do you draw that balance for someone who might be you know getting frustrated with their business or getting frustrated with their career journey how do you look at it and say you know i am doing i am doing the the work the work but is it enough mm-hmm. because what i heard you say right is that you realize that you're not going to be tied to the outcome. You're going to enjoy the journey because yeah. you know in your your heart and your mind that what you're doing is the work. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, I know that there is also this struggle where you could think that you're doing the work. Yeah. And you're actually not. So have there been times as well for you where maybe you weren't doing the work and you were experiencing like the same feeling. No. I'm just trying to figure out no. how to how to help somebody differentiate no, between. True. Yeah. So I think the interesting thing here is like the attachment to the thing. So okay. for instance, I still get, I still log in every single day and I look at how much money I made. I record that. I look at, um, my social media metrics and I update my metrics and I look at how many calls I've had. So I still look at the same data every single day. In one case, I have an attachment to what that means for my future, what that means about me, what that means about everything, like, you know, whether I'll be able to actually live a life of luxury, the life of luxury that I would like to live, right? Because it's different. But one for me one day what a year ago looking at that data meant to me oh wow i only have one follower today i am a failure (laughs) and one it's like oh wow there's one follower today cool (laughs) like and i mean it's not like i can't necessarily say you know it doesn't mean that me getting 500 followers a day wouldn't be something that I'd be like, wow, that's amazing. But it's just, I don't have the attachment to what my future is and what's going to happen based on that. I think that somebody who's in a similar situation as me of trying to grow and learn, you have to look at that information, the tell, the tell, the points, right? Like you have to be able to say, okay, I made this effort with my social media or my business or in my career. um, And this led to X outcome. And know that doing that same thing will lead to similar outcomes because now I've seen that, okay, I know if I post, if I make these types of posts, if I share this type of message with my audience, I have these calls. So I don't have to worry anymore that whether or not I do them, like if I do them, whether or not that will be calls. I don't know if that makes sense. Like I know that I figured out A leads to B so I can enjoy A without worrying about B because I know that it will come. I don't know if that helps. No, I think I think you clarified it. I think, you know, it's like you said, if you're doing the work, you'll you'll eventually see the progress, mm-hmm. but you're not going into it and making something that is not necessarily in your control a part of your identity. Mhm. Yeah. Exactly. So you, it's the meaning as with anything, right? You can have good days and you can have bad days, but 
at the core of it, you still know that you're doing the things that you need to do and it's just another day. And so it's like I said, you're not attached to the outcome. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. just, you've made a decision to enjoy the journey. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, so we have had a time talking about soft life. So I Woo! think what... <laughs> I'm glad you're still here, Trinity. Anything else that you, so I want to share with our audience things that I think will help them pursue the soft life if they want to be hashtag soft life with me. So Trinity, before I do that, is there anything else you want to say about the soft life? Don't be afraid to take naps. (laughs) That's very good. They're okay. I think that's great. And um, try to, try to be healthy. I guess. And do things that bring you joy. Amen. Okay. Amen. I think that's great because I don't I don't take naps, so you should. You don't take naps because you just go to sleep. (laughs) That is true. true. (laughs) And my body definitely works on, you know. But that's part of my if you if you want to talk about Okay, so just for now, I'll let I'll let you call it so my self life, and okay. so that is definitely a part of, you know, my self life is my circadian rhythm has to be on point. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to be able to get my sleep. It's one of the most important things to me. So here are a couple of strategies that I think from my viewpoint, and y'all could let me know if y'all have questions, okay? Here's uh, a couple of strategies that I think can help you pursue the soft life. So number one, if you feel like you have limiting beliefs, which we all have, one thing that's helpful for that is journaling. And so when things come up for you that is something that you feel like is not in alignment with the soft life, then you can journal about it. But here are some things that here are some prompts that I think could get you started. So the first one is, and I think mommy that you should, you should journal on some of these too. Okay. Since you feel like you're not part of soft life game. So one is why do you think it has to be hard to receive what you want? Number two, why can't it get better than it already is? And number three, why do you think struggling is a badge of honor? Any thoughts on that? I don't think any of those things. No thoughts. (laughs) Oh, she said mommy needs to journal on them. I'm like, I don't think any of those. Okay. All right. Fine. I don't like that. You don't like like that? (laughs) Well, because you started off. Okay, well, you started off this whole thing talking about that people don't want to work and the men- that people mentality. People don't want to work. <laughs> so, so no, I, think, is, well, I think that you still have some of that, but that's, that's okay. That's really, like, what do you think about it? That's not even what she said. She didn't say people don't want to work. Like in that way, she said people don't want to work like, like they don't want to work for the man. They want to work for themselves. I appreciate you. 
like mm-hmm. I can have a job and technically work for somebody and still be working for myself. You want more autonomy and contracting. Um, whatever. Number two is taking the path of least resistance or operating in flow. So there's always an opportunity to feel like a task is hard or it's easy. And I think in that case, whichever you believe is true. And so in order for you to pursue this life of ease, you should also feel like you're on the path of least resistance, that you're in flow and you're going through the journey and you'll feel much better about, well, the journey to get to the result that you want. You can believe the task is hard or it is easy, which is whichever you believe is true. I mean, I feel like this is the this is one of those things with affirmations. So at the time that you're saying this, it's absolutely no way that you're gonna take something that you feel is hard and say, you know, oh, it's easy. And believe yourself in saying that. And so one of the things that may help you if you feel like you're doing this is to say, you know, I'm in the process of making this easy or I'm in the middle of that Mm -hmm. because it might be a lot easier for you to, for your mind to comprehend that, uh, you're in the middle of shifting from something that you view as hard Mm -hmm. to figuring out how you can see it as being easy and figuring Mm -hmm. out and really leaning into what is going to allow you to have or do or be as you're going through that. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, like you said, that's where the flow comes from. That's where, that's where breaking um, the resistance comes from Mm -hmm. seeing your future self outside of what you think is hard. So I just wanted to throw that in there because I think sometimes it can just be hard in itself to say things Mm -hmm. that you just don't believe. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, a part of that too, because if you aren't, if you don't fully believe that that thing that you feel like is hard is, could be easy, then you don't look for the easier route. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. if you have a goal to accomplish, I don't know, like for me, right? Like I've gone through many things, just feeling like doing my social media is hard. Like content creation is just hard. But I didn't look at different avenues for things that fit me and my goals in that business for ways that it could be more easy. And now that I'm more open to that, I have a different way of doing my content that makes it much more functional, functioning and enjoyable for me. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I like that. And I also would like to add to that, too, because one of the things that I just thought about was for me, too, you know, I feel like social media at sometimes can feel hard. It's felt, it felt hard for me in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I will say that sometimes when things feel hard for you, it's also a sign that something's not in alignment. Preach. And I will also say that if it feels hard, what are you really focusing on? 
because for me, social media got really easy when I realized it wasn't about me. Mm-hmm. So it's about how I serve my audience, how I bring value to my audience. And when you look at it, look at it from that perspective, like even now, when I said that, I felt my body, <laughs> I felt certain <laughs> things in my body shift because I, got, I get excited about the idea of serving mm-hmm. my clients. Mm-hmm. So there's a reframe for everything, right? Yes. That we do and, and how we do it. So if that if that resistance is coming and it feels hard, are you putting too much of the I in there? Yeah. And making it too much about you instead of really what it's creating for you. Mm-hmm. Well, you know how I put you put you can put your eye in there, but it's like, was it is the eye what you want? Because if the eye is not what you want, then you know. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean that's that's and that's a whole nother thing in itself, you know. Yes. The, because... My wants and my shoulds. That's a whole yeah. nother. You know, it's a whole, a whole thing, thing too, because what you wanted in that situation is to serve and help people, right? You didn't want it to be like self-serving about you creating media and you being in the spotlight, right? So in the same way of it, whether it was hard or not and being in alignment, it is so much of seeing it as a, a different pathway to getting to what it is that you want. Oh yeah, exactly. Because when you, when you see what you're when you see what you're creating, it, it just allows you to break through even quicker. You know, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's not really about the post and the scheduling and and all of that stuff. It's what comes out of it mm-hmm. that actually builds your intrinsic motivation to push through it. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love when people write on my comment on my post. They're like, "That's what I need to hear today." Yeah, Makes exactly. Right? right? And I'm like, "Praise <laughs> the Lord." Thank Amen. You. I need to hear it too. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay, so the next one is setting boundaries. I feel like this is a huge one because when you continue to allow the influence of others and you don't set a boundary that takes you out of that soft life mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, I genuinely think this um, about my paternal grandmother, mm-hmm. right? Where we had a stage where I had to just say, these are the conversations that I am willing to have with you. These are the conversations that I am not willing to have for, with you. Because the energy that you are coming into my life with in these XYZ forms are not allowing me to be in the mindset of happiness and joy and peace that I would like to be in. I can talk to you and have these conversations with you because they allow me to have the type of relationship that I want to have with you of leisure or being at peace or joy or happiness. Those two things are possible, but... I can't, even though that's what you feel that you need for me to have those conversations, I can't provide those to you for my own lifestyle and my own well-being. And so I had to set those boundaries with her, but I also had to set those Mm -hmm. boundaries with me to say, 
this is not something that you are going to engage in to say this is not acceptable and to hold myself accountable for the boundaries that I said I had put up and not, and unfortunately, right, that other person, my paternal grandmother cannot meet those boundaries. And so therefore we don't speak, but there's so many, it has limited the extent to which that, um, energy or her, her influence in that relationship has disrupted my peace. Yeah, I mean, that's sad that that's something that you have ex- have to experience, right? Because, you know, people want their grandparents in their life. But at the same time, I think it's like you said, so many people struggle with this idea of boundaries mm-hmm. um, because they want to be loved. They want to be accepted. They want to be liked. Mm-hmm. And creating these boundaries for yourself, like you not speaking to your paternal grandmother takes courage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it also flies in the face of values for me. Well, I was just going to say that, that one of the things that happened that people don't understand about boundaries, it is that it is your personal integrity. Mm-hmm. It is your commitment to yourself right? So we're quick to honor our commitments to other people, Mm -hmm. but we don't honor our own personal commitment and integrity to ourselves and our own choices. Like Mm -hmm. boundaries are about you honoring your boundaries. Mm -hmm. Somebody else isn't. And so I think if people saw it more as a commitment Mm -hmm. to yourself, to yourself, they would probably exercise it more. Mm -hmm. But I think people just think of it in terms of boundaries. Oh, I'm telling this person what I, what I want. And that person gets to make the choice whether or not they want to honor my boundary. And hey, if they don't choose to honor my boundary, well, then I guess I just don't have that boundary. Mm-hmm. And that's not the way it works. Yeah. It's like you that's have not the way it's supposed to work. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like people who don't have functioning boundaries feel yeah. like that's the way yeah, they work. Like exactly. There is an action. So right. So my action is, you know, for those who especially if you struggle with boundaries, it's like I've communicated what my boundary is. If you cannot, you know, if you cannot respect that boundary, then my action is to not speak or respond to you. Right. Exactly. I will respond if you are willing to have question A, but or conversation A, but not conversation B, right? Because it, it's something I control. Yeah. And honestly, that is the biggest part of understanding boundaries. And that's yeah. why I'm quite literally unbothered at this point, right? Because I understand that. But that one was a huge one for me to learn, which, right, what am I like two years into that journey? Whew, yeah. My whole life. That, 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 that one boundary. Oh my gosh transformational um but that being said like those types of boundaries that's not just for you know family people don't think about workplace boundaries people don't think about business boundaries people don't think about i don't like relationship like you know husband wife boyfriend whatever boundaries like there's there's a boundary in any type of relationship that you have um yeah 
and we should have them. Love it. Okay. Uh, number three is to fill your. Is this three? Three. Oh yes. no, it's four. 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 Sorry. Four. <laughs> number four is to fill your cup. So I think one of the really great things about soft life, and part of that being leisure and luxury, is sometimes we talked about this again, and this is definitely like a reoccurring theme of like you have to work to fill yourself up first. And then that's when these other avenues for success or helping others or, you know, fulfilling your purpose or your goals, that's where those things can come into alignment for you. Um, And so whatever that looks like for you of pursuing ease, leisure or luxury to help you feel better about your life or your experience and what you're doing and um, the soft, I guess, mentality that's going to help you be able to experience that soft life in other areas of life, right? Number five is accept help. Um, I feel like we had, there is this, um, there's this research that's going on that shares that there is a large amount of, impact on somebody's happiness based on genetics. Did you know that? Nope. Tell me more. So that, you know, like basically when you're doing, you know, when you're running statistics, you're able to kind of look at to what extent was the outcome influenced by a set of variables and that could be like age or gender or, you know, everything. And it's something like 40 something percent of happiness is impacted by genetics. And the interesting thing is that you don't really know, is it actually genetics? Like, so for instance, if you put, there may be some research, but I couldn't find it. Um, Like if you put a baby (laughs) in a different setting without like, their you know birth family like Mm -hmm. are they you know genetically is their level of happiness impacted by their genes or based on their environment but anyway there's a lot of research that shows like genetics does impact your um your ability to be happy and i also thought that that was really interesting when we kind of talk about like the aspect of generational trauma and also specifically for black women what that has looked like and layered on top of that, like not just family expectations of black women not being able to live the, the soft life mm-hmm. and also what society, you know, how society deems whether or not black women should be able to live the soft life. Cause I think that's like a twofold thing. And I think that's why that is so much of a trend for black girl, TikTok or black girl luxury Um, Because it's not something that is ingrained in our way of being and living from childhood. And like when I talk about like, you know, our story of how we started about um, with you and all of your overtime work um, at PRI and everything like that when I was growing up. Anyway, I just thought it was a very interesting piece of understanding the dynamic that often Black women are supporting and helping others. And so that, and so they are not allowed the same amount of ease or peace 
or rest that others are able to. And so that kind of that whole rant takes me to number five, which is to accept help. Because I feel like with that like independent black woman like feel that many black women have had to take on because of circumstances or life or even just what was like expected um, from a generational or societal piece that black women don't feel like they can be helped or accept help. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that, you know, that's something that's generational that, you know, probably goes all the way back to slavery. And so, as you know, like with any type of generational trauma, like that stays with you, it stays in your DNA and it, you know, it has to be broken and it has to, you know, be, I don't want to say remapped, but, you know, I think every generation either continues that Mm -hmm. or they make it a point to do something different. And I think each generation is like chipping (laughs) a bit more (laughs) off of that. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Uh, Which I think is, which I think is fantastic because I mean, like, I just can't imagine just being a woman in, you know, back in slavery times and not, and not have, you know, having your husband there to, you like that's how you were shaped that's Mm -hmm. who you had to become and so yeah I think it's just one of these things and so I love that you know that's something that you you know I think especially from millennials uh they've picked up that mantle even more to say okay like it's okay to ask for help Mm mm-hmm because true, I feel like for me too, you know, it's one of these things where, you know, well, as you would say, I always, I'm always going to figure it out. And I think mm-hmm. I always know how to figure out things because I've had to figure it out because I haven't asked for help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't like asking for help. I'm learning. Be quiet. Yeah. But you'd be having an attitude. You'd be like, I shouldn't have to ask for help. Well, praise the Lord. (laughs) Anyway, here's my out-of-pocket statement for today. My version of reparations is that I ask my white fiance for help all the time, and I accept his help. (laughs) That's my unhinged statement for today. I'm just trying to balance the tides. (laughs) Did you mute yourself? I'm just, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to get my own reparations up in here. He's doing great. Reparations, I don't know how that man puts up with you, but go ahead. I don't know how he does either. Okay, so here's our last one. Practice doing nothing or taking your time. This has been, I think, the number one strategy that has helped me kind of overcome that because. To your point earlier, you were saying like, when you are so ingrained in that hustle culture, gotta do this, gotta get that like done or 
my dreams aren't going to happen or my goal is not going to come, you know, or it's not going to be completed. You choosing to do nothing or choosing to take your time doing something at leisure helps you actively start to challenge those ideas. So for me, getting up and leaving my desk and just sitting outside in the garden and saying like, it is okay to be at leisure. It is okay to be at rest. It is okay to enjoy these moments in life has been the biggest thing that has made this acceptable and normalized to live this soft life. Hmm. I think for me, that's been a big thing too, you know, um, just really being aware mm-hmm. and not ignoring it. Um, really being okay with just not always having to push through. Yes. Just for the heck of it, because mm-hmm. it's what I've always done. Um I think I've been leaning into that a lot where I've just like, you know, I don't feel like doing anything and it's okay for me not to want to do anything. I absolutely do not have to be on all the time and practicing that of doing nothing. I've been just sitting, sitting still. I've been doing some breath work. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is nice. Um, and just being quite content with just doing nothing. And I, I cannot remember, maybe we'll put it in the show notes. Uh, I actually read the book, Doing Nothing. Oh, nice. Okay, we should. Yeah, I'll put, we'll put it in the show notes for you. Yeah, because... Honestly, out of everything that I've talked about tips-wise or strategies-wise, I think that is really the most impactful thing. It seems so just do nothing. Just take your time doing something that isn't work. Yeah. Hobbies, going for a walk. It's amazing. We'll shift some things inside of you. I did it today, and I felt so much happier after that. Like I can't even just existing. It's kind of cool. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. I think because we've been taught, we've been so taught to say, to think that when we choose to do those things, that it's a waste of time and that it is not, um, that it's not meaningful Mm -hmm. and that it's not adding value to our lives, which is why so many people, when they're considering their goals, when they're considering their their days, when they're mapping them out, they don't include it. Like they leave those things for last mm-hmm. when in actual fact, those type of things should be put into your schedule first, because mm-hmm. that way you're always making sure that you're creating the space in your life to replenish yourself. Like, and you're not doing it from a place where you're in survival mode. It just Mm -hmm. becomes really who you are and how you choose to live. And so if you've been doing it the other way, I want to really encourage you to start planning life around these things, doing 
nothing. Taking the time to add more joy and value into your life by doing the hobbies, going for the walks, doing those things, because then that leads back into the other things too, where you're, where you're filling your cup. It's a part, it's still a part of filling your cup, Mm -hmm. giving yourself permission to do nothing. (laughs) (laughs) High level. (laughs) It's a beautiful thing. It's it's a beautiful thing. And not question yourself, you know? Yeah. And not be there they're thinking that I could be doing this and start small. Like if you can't, if you can't think of saying, okay, I'm just going to give myself 20 minutes not to do anything. If that's too much for you and you're just like, there's no way I can just sit here for 20 minutes and not do a darn thing. Start with five, start with somewhere. And you don't, it doesn't even have to be, we're like, I'm going to meditate or I'm going to do breath work. Just be. And that. whatever comes from that comes from it. Preach. Not everything has to be scripted out. Just be. Gen Z, come back. We can't hear you. Te- technical difficulties. Gen again. Z. I feel like she's having technical difficulties because she's falling asleep with her phone. You think that's true? Oh my gosh. And it's underneath her. She sounded so awake yeah, before. But it don't take much. That's true. All right. I think we're wrapping up without Jen. We are. All right. It was Jen- nice having you with us, Trinity. <laughs> we appreciate she drops, you. She dropped some nuggets. I will yeah. say that. Hello. Oh. <laughs> were you actually asleep this time? Yes, I'm asleep. My eyes were closed. <sighs> I feel less bad about talking trash about you last time. Well, Trini, say goodbye to the people. Bye. <laughs> All right. So, uh, thanks for joining us, Chasers, for this episode of the Chasing 100 podcast. We enjoyed sharing. So much about the soft life, and we've also inducted Talana officially into the uh, soft life club. Um, And until next time, we wish you much success in chasing your biggest 100 goals. And I'm not going to give her enough time to rebuke what I said. I'm ending the podcast right now. Have a good evening. Goodbye, New York. Bye. Bye. Bye.